0: And you're not a real soccer team, but you have real enemies. That's right.
1: Hey, Philly, that's your team.
0: Welcome to a more Philly Union, the podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union, with as few digressions as possible. We are your hosts. I'm Nate. I'm Paul. I'm C. And I'm Eric. All right, so uh,
1: welcome to this week's podcast. A uh, little bit of housekeeping. Uh, for those who didn't recognize it, that was my son, Nate, you know, giving us the intro this week. So thanks, Nate.
0: Yay. Good yay. job, Nate. And our nephew. By the That's way, right? I think my I think my yay's come out more sarcastic sounding than I, I actually mean. Well, I truly am like smiling and saying, yay. I just don't want to yell that into the mic. It's
2: an audio medium.
0: Like last week when we said Martinez had had uh you know the birth of his baby, it was like I was like, yay. I was like, no, <laughs> I was like generally like yay, but anyway. <laughs> sorry. Uh not really a whole lot
1: else, uh, housekeeping-wise, other than we are finally on Apple Podcasts now. Yay.
0: <laughs> that was yes. yes. You that should was... be
1: able to find us there and, and get our get your downloads, subscribe. You know, get get it once we get this uploaded each week. Um yeah, it was a, a little little you know, a couple of things we had to get done in the background, but you he got it done. So thanks to E. And uh mm-hmm. now now we're all up and running on all of the major podcatchers.
0: Yeah, we're we're out there officially.
2: It was only one pound of flesh.
0: So only one pound of
2: as bad yeah. as it could have been. Yeah. So
0: could have been worse. Could have been easier. Well, there's three of us to pay it,
1: so it makes it a little easier. Yeah. All right. So games this week, we didn't have any MLS games, but we had two very big Concacaf Champions League games. First that- at home against LAFC, and then visiting LA. Uh, yep. The first sure game was last Wednesday at the uh, the, the the wonderful time of uh, nine o'clock in the evening, just in time for you know everybody who gets up early the next day. Again, why, 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 why? But I get it they wanted to make it friendly for the west coast uh, so whatever uh it was a really good game you know to be fair they, they, both teams came out they they showed up to play they they were back and forth at each other throughout the game um you know players players were even though it's a CONCACAF Champions League it didn't feel like they were getting super CONCACAFy like they just wanted to win mm-hmm. and 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 it was back and forth the union um we're definitely pushing the tempo of the game throughout mm-hmm. throughout both halves. I was going to say through the first half, but no, it was really both halves of the game. They were really doing a good job, um, you know, attacking and attacking and attacking. Um, you know, there were, uh, let's see, let's see. The uh, uh, first half, we had the, uh, the one shot that was called for offside that ended up going off the upright anyway. Carranza and Ura uh, combining in the box, mm-hmm. Carranza getting a shot off. It went off the upright. Um, you know, that probably, if it had gone in, they may, you know, Curtin said that he thought that that would have been, you know, allowed on VAR if that had actually gone in, that that would not have been called for offside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the and and you know, the big thing that I got out of this game was really in Baizo's play. I remember watching that game and just being, and just being amazed at how well he shut down Vela and Boanga and just seemed to be everywhere that the union needed a defender to put out a fire. He was there. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> like I said, first half back and forth, you know, zero, zero at halftime, you kind of felt good for the, for the, what the union was generating. Uh, definitely felt like there were some goals in the game and that the, the union could find it if they could get their scoring boots on and and get back Mm -hmm. to where they were against Toronto And you know, the week, the game before they ran up four goals at home. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, I really did feel like they were going to get one in the run of play. Uh, second half, they, you know, they came out, um, you know, it was once again, whole, whole team effort. Um, and then it took a PK, like deep, deep, deep into the second <laughs> half for us to actually get a get a goal in this one. Um, you know, McGlynn takes a shot. Acosta, for whatever re- reason, has his arm way away
0: from his body and it clearly goes off it. Maybe this is just a sign of my eyesight getting worse. I, When they showed that replay, even on the replay, I'm like, like, um, was Stuart one of the announcers? Yeah, so you kept. He kept it. Like, oh, yeah, it's definitely yeah. off. You know, it's definitely off his arm. It's a PK. And I was like, "It, you know, maybe I wasn't looking at the right replay, but I'm like, I, I don't necessarily see the foul. Like it could have gone off his face. Uh, I don't know. But I trust the VAR. I, everyone's looking at it and calling it. I'm not going to be sitting on my sofa. I didn't, see it. You know, well, I didn't see it either yeah. on
2: the replays, but I, yeah, yeah I assume I, they had a view. I didn't. Someone did.
0: And I'm not complaining. Either. No, no. You know, but I was just like, I guess that's a PK offense.
1: Well, you know. had to look at two angles. There was the angle from the sideline where you can see that it, it, it's, it doesn't change direction until it's past him mm-hmm. and it's off of his elbow. But, but they kept showing the, uh, towards the goal view. And when that one's up, it really does look like it kind of goes off his face, mm-hmm. uh, but you, you know, the two views together make it very clear that it went off of his arm and you know, that he was making himself bigger and it wasn't necessarily in a natural position. So yeah. the, the referee rightly awards the goal and yep. – uh, you know, Gajdog was just a, a just a, a wall. Like he just stood there waiting for everybody else to get out of the box and LAFC, like every other CONCACAF team and most teams in general, just was in the referee's face for a good two minutes while they tried to do whatever to psych out Gajdog And, and eventually, you know, it didn't matter God's dog, uh, you know, got some revenge for the MLS cup miss and the PK shootout and, and put this one away. I yeah totally
0: wrong-footed mccarthy i gotta say there was a bit of shot in schadenfreude uh, for me at least because you know johnny mac john mccarthy you know uh started with us local boy all great things but i felt like there's a little bit of exercising the demons by getting this pk past them it was more about getting it into scoring against lafc on a pk as opposed to you know necessarily scoring against john mccarthy because again once once a union member you know I don't want to say always but you know he definitely you know cut his teeth here and I I enjoyed having on the team but it's like we gotta you know to dispel some of these um demons or you know these past ghosts like we gotta sink this PK um
2: well uh apparently Union Hulk shout out to Union Hulk who uh now follows us on Twitter thank you,
0: thank you. um
2: agrees with you because uh he actually posted, Hey, look, it's J daddy which is yeah. his uh uh 77 warming up for LAFC and posted a picture of Nate from Ted Lasso post transformation <laughs> to Jose Mourinho Light. So um yeah, you're not the only one.
0: Yeah, but he played he played a good game. I mean yes, yeah, you know, yes, yes. <laughs> I know just for the just for the record, I like John McCarthy. I wish him oh. all the best, but at that point, like we have to get this BK. Yeah. So
1: and he's no longer wearing this scrum helmet. Right? Oh, and yeah. So no, that's good.
2: That's that's good.
1: I mean, I didn't have a problem with it. I'm not, I was never quite clear why he wore the scrum helmet all the time, but whatever, you know, you gotta protect the protect the noggin. Big Peter,
0: um, Peter Check fan.
1: Yeah, right. It could be very possible. Um, so yeah, after at the 86th minute, guys put that PK away. Um, you know, it looked like the Union were going to finish with a, a goal lead going into LA. Uh, this is such a familiar storyline. Keep going, Paul. But <laughs> then a, a clearance. Uh, you know, the Union are outside their box, outside the box, defending it, defending against LA. They get a turnover. Glessness goes to clear it, and somehow or another, it bounces off of a Union player. Oh. I'm not even sure which union player that was, if that was – it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah. Um, But it was just – it was eerily frustrating and and to have it bounce to an L.A. player who then puts the cross into the box. And I think the one mistake Mbaizo makes all night is he doesn't directly challenge for the ball and Acosta makes a late run into the box and some sort of sideways scorpion kick – yeah. bounce the ball into the ground and pass Blake and uh la ends up getting the one1 tie
0: and and the away goal that away goal not that that really mattered but still it's just thusly decreed by the soccer gods that's yeah. what it felt like
1: I mean I guess it was a cost of making up for giving up the handball in the first place but at the same point, uh, just so frustrating. If that ball just hadn't gone off that Union player, if he just had made a different run, yeah. hadn't been in that exact space for that split second, yeah. you know, probably would have been a one nothing victory because the Union were just playing so well yeah. in that first game. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with Curtin's comment about Mbizo playing a ten out of ten in that game. I mean, you could make an argument that he he could have done something on on Acosta's uh, finish. And may ha- maybe should have, but at the same point, you know, it was a bang bang play that nobody in their right mind would have thought happen- would happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's such, it, like I said, it was such an entertaining game. Both game teams really played well to, and it just ended as a one one tie. And that, that was a shame for the union.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was very hopeful that, um, yeah, we were not going to let LA get that away goal. You know, it's kind of like, you Know that probably overused moniker, but it felt like a one one loss, and I was yeah. like, Man, like not only did we give up the win, but we allowed LA to get that away goal. But yeah, we weren't out yet. You know, we no, were,
1: no, yeah. and you know, if you ran the numbers in the Union, the last three games that they played in LA were three three, two two, and three three. And yeah. after you ran the numbers, if they had gotten any of those results in the second half. The second game, they would have advanced on aggregate because they would have had the away goal advantage yeah. uh, and a tie overalls uh, in, in the game. So, so long as the union scored at all, uh they were putting themselves in a good position to advance. And it is essentially if they scored at all and they won the game, they were going to advance. Uh If they scored at all and they tied the game, there was a high probability that they would advance. So. Uh, going into the second game, it looked very, very favorable for the Union. Not guaranteed by any stretch. Obviously, if there were no goals, then LA was going to move forward. Um, uh, also, at the I forget exactly where it was, but it was certainly later in the first game. Martinez eventually laid down on the field and had to be uh, subbed out. Yeah. And we found out during the week that Martinez has some sort of a knee injury. Yeah. I still haven't read anything about how severe of a knee injury it is, mm-hmm. but it was bad enough that, you know, yeah. even though he's a big game player, he couldn't play
0: in LA. So they had to start flock at the six. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, was... I didn't, I didn't catch the, uh, the news about um, Martinez until game two. And um, when they said that, yeah, if Martinez is not in the lineup. I was like, uh, and we're at, at LA, which is itself a bit of a cauldron. And I was this is not an ideal way to start. Yeah. I
2: did cite, cite a statistic at the beginning of the game last evening though on or the second game, um saying that it's not having Martinez doesn't necessarily mean that much as far as us winning or losing. Now that could obviously be debated from here till next week. but um, but statistically speaking, uh, it doesn't have the impact that you might think. Oh. Um, so, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I I found that interesting that they uh, noted
1: that. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that as well. And, and and you know, there certainly is something to be said statistically. Maybe not, but same point. He's just such a. Uh, presence back there. I was going to say calming presence, but it is Martinez. (laughs) Martinez. He is a presence though. He
2: is a presence, yeah.
1: But to be fair, um, that first game uh, in Philly against LA was the first yellow card. He did get his first yellow card in the CCL. That was his first yellow card. Until then, in that competition, he hadn't gotten any cards.
0: Oh, okay.
1: All right, so the second game, they head out to LA. Flock is going in as the six. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly after the last time they had to do that uh, was was concerning, but this time they were starting with their regular midfield instead of Perea and and Torres. And mm-hmm. it, to be fair to Flock, he did a fine job. Yeah. You know, not not stupendous, not amazing, but with the support that he got from McGlynn and Bedoya, it was definitely solid. You know, the mm-hmm. midfield played well Um but I do want to give props to the LA crowd. They were loud and they didn't
0: stop. And for not being a full stadium build. Yeah, they were. It sounded like a full stadium.
1: Yeah. I was surprised to see as many open seats there as as there were, especially since it was a 7 p.m. local time game, whereas mm-hmm. we had it at 10 o'clock at night. Um, but yeah, <laughs> still it, salty. The uh uh, it, between the times and the fact that they gave LA FC a bye in the week on the weekend really kind of pisses me off.
0: Blue hiss.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, hiss. But yeah I mean the LA crowd was loud and they were they were banging and, you know they were they were bouncing they were dancing they were chanting they were you know doing everything they could to cheer on their team so mm-hmm. while you know I definitely feel like a bit of a rivalry is growing between
0: the teams. I I got to respect the crowd. I agree. Actually, I, I was going to make a comment about that. You mm-hmm. know, I I know we're facing Red Bulls this weekend and they are our, our longtime rivals, but I feel like ever since MLS cup, there's this rivalry growing between us and LAFC. Yeah, um, which is why I know that their uniforms for the second game as they're uh, they're evil black jerseys. I felt like we were playing like a bunch of Darth Vader's.
2: <laughs> I, I actually do appreciate that there are natural rivalries finally formed, sure. or not, I shouldn't say finally forming because it does take a while for them to form. But, yeah. but, um, yeah, I believe, didn't we say that Cincinnati, Chicago, Chicago, yes, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. different seed town. Um, uh, Chicago, uh, seems to be actually becoming a real rival. They were trying to set, set them up for so long. It's nice to actually have, feels like we've yeah. been around long enough to have. Real enemies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're not a real soccer team, until you have real enemies. That's right. Hey, Philly, that's your team. So <laughs> no, well,
2: our Alexia. original enemy, Alexi yeah. <laughs>
1: um Yeah, so much so that it was about 90 seconds in before I worried we were going to see our first red card when Bedoya went studs yeah. up right into uh, uh Palacios and, yeah. and the referee mercifully only gave him a yellow. Yeah, um, I agree. And I mean, I saw- yeah, it's clear he bent his knees and he tried to tried to couch it. But by the rule, letters of the law, that
0: was pretty mm-hmm. clearly a red card. Yeah, studs up high on the ankle. I was like, yeah, we were lucky only to get that yellow card.
2: Stu Holden talked about that I, off sure. and on. For probably about 10 minutes, just referring back not to straight 10 well, minutes.
0: Well, Palacios
1: did back. spend five minutes laying on the ground. I mean, fair, rightly but, so. I'm not yeah. saying he wasn't. But,
2: no, but. it's true. But I mean, um, uh, to be a little fair, Stu is particularly sensitive to leg injuries because that's fair. what ended his career, yeah, much like fair. Taylor Coleman is particularly sensitive to anything, uh, any head injuries. But, yeah. um, he, he often, you know, refer notes those um, a lot. But but yeah that that seemed to bode ill to me the the, um, the two minutes in yeah yeah so that it, it spoke to the the tenor of the team i think that they were coming in real hot real hot. hot
1: yeah yeah but they did i mean it was once again an exciting game to watch i mean these two teams take the field against each other and, and it's fun. It's fun to watch. I mean, MLS Cup, that was, uh, it's still considered like one of the best, if not the best MLS Cup ever played. Yeah. And these two games certainly lived up to that, um, even if the, the stakes were slightly different uh, as, as a home and away.
0: Yeah. Though no, related to that, and I, I'm glad Palacios was not injured, just for the yeah, record. That yeah, thing. I'm absolutely. very glad he wasn't injured. But yeah. uh, they commented that it was Palacios who set. Uh, bail up for that header that equalized in the mls cup and mm. uh, that took us to MPKs. Uh, so again i, I don't, i'm glad he's fine and all that but it's the fact that our captain had that rough tackle on the guy who set up the uh you know placed that one domino in the line that eventually cost us that mls cup
2: someone else is still mad at yeah. Well
1: no, bedoya wasn't even on the field for the mls cup no, final Mavis. so yeah, he's Yeah, it could have been him. It could have been something like that. But yeah, as far as the rest in the first half, you know, I didn't really have any any particular things that I noted there.
0: LA got the first goal in the twelfth minutes. Um, uh, Oh, that's right. uh, uh, Tillman scored, and uh, we did have a good slew of yellow cards. There were four yellow cards in that first half. Um, I think we split them right two for the Union, two for uh, LA. So both uh, Bedoya and Aura um, uncharacteristically got a yellow card. Mm-hmm. There were five. Three I mean, for the there
2: union. were five. I don't. I don't have.
1: Oh to yeah, start. Bedoya, Aura, and mbizo Okay, got, oh, got, got yellow.
2: Oh yes, he did. That's right, forty-first minute. That's what I have at least.
1: And then Buanga. <laughs> oh and yeah, Marillo. I to highlight it. Sorry. Yeah, Buanga Marillo got it for uh, LAFC. And my goodness, wouldn't it have been nice if Buanga had gotten a second one you know, he got it and he got his first in the 17th and it would have been nice if he'd gotten sent off before.
2: Yeah. I was, I mean, I, obviously this was, uh, the tempers were running high and it was an emotional game, but I do worry when you have that many, um, cards and fouls and stopping play, um, in a game. Cause I've talked about uh, before about refs inserting themselves. Um, shout out to our friend Mario, uh, just in case he actually hears this, but, uh, I don't think that was the case here. I think this was just highly contested.
1: Yeah. I I, I think that they didn't give out any unfair
0: cards.
2: No. Yeah, yeah you no, know, I agree with all the no.
0: cards. One of the things that the announcers talked about was the triangle of death in the first first half, That's which right. I appreciate, which was the partnership of Carranza, Godsdog, and Ura. Um in that Esquire. That, what's that? Esquire. 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 Yeah. Yeah. They the <laughs> the uh scoring offices of (laughs) herons sorry um but yeah i I appreciate that they they mentioned uh well not just appreciate but they had mentioned that they're an effective trio um that that are generating lots of goals there was some statistic they gave about yeah i'm gonna not even worry about it It was a large number i don't remember it was there's no point me talking about this specifically but anyway Yes, that they mentioned these three. as the triangle of death. I'm like, that. I like that. That's catchy. Um, the T.O.D. The T.O.D.
2: Again, triangles.
0: Yeah, it's all about the triangles. All about triangles. Find the triangle. Find the triangles. Um, um Yeah, Blake had a couple good saves there in the stoppage time in the first half. Right? He had a nice mm-hmm. diving save. Well, to be
1: fair, he had a great save on the goal. He did. Uh the corner yes. they played the corner and Sanchez got a pretty much a free header and Blake made a great diving hand save to his right and then the ball just spilled out to Tillman was making exactly the right late run and he yep. beat the defender to it and just pounded it home. Yep. Um you know Blake did what he could and then he couldn't get up fast enough to make stop the
0: second shot. Yeah. Um, right like like you say he did his job stopping the shot. And then it's sort of up to the defense to prevent the the rebound or just to clear it. Yep. But unfortunately, they didn't. They didn't.
1: It didn't go where I think it was. Elliot was was able to make a play for it, and, mm-hmm. and Tillman just powered it in. Yeah. So very sad. Um, but we all we all knew that the Union were going to have to score anyway in this game to advance. So whether it was a one-one draw in L.A. or you know more goals than that, the Union still needed to score. So they they did pour on pressure, um yeah. went into a half down, you know won nothing, and then you know the second half started,
0: and um well uncharacteristically, they actually had the majority possession in the first half.
1: Well, sure, l a was comfortable just sitting back and making them come play at, in mm-hmm. in their half. yeah um you know it, uh, a lot of teams have had success by making the union own possession. And you know, sometimes that works and you know sometimes it doesn't, like it didn't work for Chicago when they came into Philadelphia and gave up possession and the union ended up getting a late goal, but Torres still put one in late. Unfortunately for the, in this game, about fifteen minutes into the second half, Mbizo for whatever reason, fouls Buanga seriously,
0: gets a second yellow, rightly so, yeah. and gets ejected. Yeah. Um again Depending on the replay that I saw, it didn't look like that rough or that bad of a, of a challenge or tackle, but you know, you know, we, we, we always defer to the wisdom of VAR, um, but gosh, that really felt like a, a nail in the coffin. I don't mean to sound pessimistic. Um,
2: Oh, you can't sound pessimistic in retrospect. I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. I have written it in, in my notebook blurg in capital letters. So Yeah, that, that point, sounds about right. I might yeah. have
1: thrown a a four letter word in there. But yes, it does it did mean, once that happened, you yeah. just kind of feel like uh something major has to happen for the mm-hmm. Union to have a shot now. Um they pulled pulled Aura to, to reestablish the form four player backline by putting Ariel in uh to Mbizo's spot. And they tried playing a four four one or a four three two throughout the second half, and it's not that they gen, didn't generate attack; they they were, but they just couldn't finish. They just constantly couldn't finish. Yeah, um, I don't know what Jim has got the team practicing this week, but I certainly hope that fi- first one touch finishing is amongst it because they need it. They need. All of their players to just be firing shots from anywhere on the, uh, you know, near the 18 yard box.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, shot for shot, I guess in the second half, I mean, the Union got the same number of shots on goals as LA did. They each, we each had three, uh,
1: but we only got three shots for as much time that they spent in the LA side of the field. Yeah. They needed to be taking more. So I don't really, uh, you know, that th- th- that second half it was frustrating being down a player uh let having seeing la just kind of back it in and just make them you know just basically throwing the gauntlet down saying come beat us yep um and and then that you know the the straw that broke the camel's back or whatever idiom you want to use uh opoku um you know there's a turnover Vela gets on the ball so fuentes makes a great run to kind of Pull the defensive part you know, pull glassness away a bit, and then fella makes a nice play to Opoku in the left side of the box, and Opoku just roofs it and just I mean mm-hmm. Blake Blake had, I mean, a chance at that ball, but only mm-hmm. barely. And it probably still with the amount of power that Opoku and put on that, they would yeah. have taken something special to keep it out of the net. Yeah, it was a it was a good, I mean, it was a good shot. It was a good finish. Mm-hmm.
0: It was a good finish.
1: And it was the 82nd minute. You kind of felt like at that point, the union had made their subs that if anything was going to happen, it would have happened by then, especially as they needed two goals. Uh, LA gets that second goal. uh, Mm -hmm. And you can kind of just see that everybody was kind of playing for the finish, playing for the end. And then um, there was one more goal in it though. Buonga got one in second half stoppage time. It was a real nice pass in the space. Blessness got beat by Buanga. Blake came out to challenge for it but Buanga just you know nicely finishes it past Blake uh, yeah. and they go they go home you know they go and celebrate with their fans three nothing um one thing I did notice about the LA Stadium is they have that wall style of supporters seats the, where they don't actually have seats they just have like a bar in front of them and mm-hmm. there's no seats there it doesn't seem like for them for them to actually sit on and um yeah i mean they were they were you know arm in arm you know arms over each other's shoulders bouncing around back and forth and it's got to be fairly intimidating to play in an environment like yeah. that
2: yeah um, i actually didn't notice that that's incredibly dangerous for fans. <laughs> but um that's i have to i have to look for that um mm-hmm. next time i uh, watch an la game it's interesting um yeah no i mean i it, the wheels definitely came off, but that's not to take any credit away from the quality that they have their goals. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, would agree. I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, they were definitely playing a, you know, they were defending from an uphill position, you know, and they could just relax. They could let the union come at them. They were understaffed. Mm-hmm. Um, they, in my notes here, I wrote that basically LA is just controlling this game. You know, it was almost like the, the bigger guy, you know, with this outstretched arm against the forehead of the smaller guy while the smaller guy's just, you know, windmilling his arms. And uh, that's kind of what it felt like a little bit.
1: A um, little bit. I mean, I don't think the union were quite windmilling their arms.
0: I agree. Great. I agree. They, I they agree. just,
1: you know, whatever attacks they were putting together just never seemed to materialize yeah. into anything effective. And as, as you point out, if they only had three shots in the second half when you're down a goal, that's a bad sign. you're you're not going to win that way and they didn't uh so you know we we take the loss we look at it badly but at the same point it's two fewer games now that the union have to play
0: (laughs) we Uh, can direct our, our energies and focus to more pressing manners
2: i am returning to my original position that i had before we ever got involved in this lafc uh mess and and um with an addendum so if longtime listeners will remember that i was hoping <laughs> we would crash out um because i thought this was distracting us from the regular season i didn't see the point um and then you know we won and we're going up against lafc and i got caught up in retribution fever
0: mm-hmm.
2: um and you know uh in the end revenge really only hurts the one seeking it so um uh, you That's, know, yeah, yeah would it would have been That's... nice, it, sure, but honestly, um, I, I'm I'm, hopefully recovered and back to my original position. That I think, you know, I'm I'm glad that we can focus, sort of, um, which we'll get into in a minute on the regular season, um, and maybe do something there.
1: But wait, there's more. I because but now the... as so we might be out of one cup, but now we're in another cup. Mm-hmm to
0: the second cup tournament
1: yeah so the u.s open cup the union get their first draw into that Uh, it starts next week at minnesota somehow or another the union despite finishing as as well as they did last year doesn't get to host the first round that they're in of the uh the the u.s open cup they have to travel halfway across the country more
0: so two-thirds or so to go play in minnesota on tuesday next week um the union doing so much traveling it's going to change how they file their taxes i mean seriously with the amount of time they're out of out of the state yeah so
1: saturday's game is in new york against the red bulls and then they're following that up tuesday against minnesota in minnesota and they you i mean i can almost guarantee they're going to be having an, a ccl hangover after this loss to lafc um now One saving grace is it is Red Bulls, and they're at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. They only have one win this season, although they have six draws. They're not far behind the Union in points. I think they're only like two points separating the teams. But, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, the the games don't stop. And uh, so we'll have to see what Jim does for uh, lineups for the Union next
0: week. Yeah, this is a lot. This is really a lot. The, the the density of games here, and they're all travel games, yeah. uh, away games. You know, hopefully that helps us later in the season. I don't know. I I didn't look at the schedule, but hopefully we have a a nice run of home games. You know, in the later part of the season, when 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 we'll really need them. Hopefully, so, yeah.
1: But at least it's we don't have the CCL final, so like like C was saying, we can start concentrating more on these other things. The U.S. Open Cup. I don't know exactly
0: what that schedule is. Although we, you know, we will have our first game next Tuesday. Um, what, what, um, what round in the Open Cup would this be? Is it like? A, I think
1: it's the round of thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay. So there's still like five rounds. This and four more rounds to go. And these are just single game matches four or nations. These... Okay. Yeah, and if it's tied at full time, they go to overtime and then to penalty kicks. Okay. Um, before we start looking ahead and putting predictions in for the game, I did have a request if anybody from the union actually listens to this podcast. Um, I love the, the Jim Curtin press conferences and the fact that occasionally they would go up on YouTube. You guys used to have a podcast. It would be awesome if those sorts of things were put up in an audio format and, and podcast out so that we could listen to it. Um, -hmm. you know, it's it i appreciate the transcripts they had transcripts for the last two jim Curtin press conferences which were great really helpful but um you know jim actually is pretty entertaining in his press conferences and the the youtube is good but if i'm listening at work i'd rather just get a podcast so if that's a possibility anybody in the union has anything there, to, you know please you know be nice to get some 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 more media from you guys it's uh no no slight to the youtube media that you have put out it's really great but just a personal request yeah. i would appreciate it yeah um yeah i mean the only other thing there's there's really hasn't been a whole lot of news out of the union after the the final well, obviously since it just happened yesterday mm-hmm. uh, everything up until then was built up about about the final um but one little tidbit that i did see i think it was on Philly soccer page uh, somebody put in there about Garrison Draper, who was a character, a person I'd never heard of. Um, did a little research, or not research, but I just did a little Google, you know, um, seeking. And Garrison Draper was the um, what was it? he was the director of sports science at the Union Academy for a bunch of years, and then he became the vice president of player health and performance at the Union up until the end of last year. And during that time, the union had really good results with players staying healthy throughout Mm. their entire, entire seasons. Um, He has left and he's at inter Miami now. Um, And this year it seems like we've had a a significant number more uh, injuries in in the, in the club. You uh, You know, I know Paul rushing and the physiotherapists do what they can to keep the guys going on the field, but you know, it just it's just interesting that somebody brought up this person that I had never heard of, and mm. apparently, you know, he implemented a bunch of changes at the union that really did a great job keeping the guys healthy. Um, and now he's gone, and it seems like we're having some more injuries. Um, mm. you could yeah, also certainly say that we're we have a lot more games this yeah. early in the season.
2: Yeah,
1: I was going to say maybe the preseason, um, conditioning wasn't quite right this year for the amount of games. Uh, maybe the games have just been a higher intensity earlier yeah. than than expected. Uh, I'm sure I'm certain that there's still people on the staff side have learned a lot from Garrison Draper or, or helped Garrison develop his plans. But uh, it was just interesting, and it was a insight into the Union office that I hadn't seen before, or seen on most of the other uh, feeds. And uh, I thought it was it was interesting and worth bringing
0: up get them back <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay so okay. let's jump let's jump into what's gonna happen at uh game day 11 the union are at red bull it's saturday at 7 30 uh like i said the red bulls they're actually in last place of the eastern conference 15th place um i didn't look up their recent stats but they've got one win six ties and i guess that means three losses and it's going to be a rivalry game, you know? The, yeah. These teams are close. They play each other often. They've, they've got a bunch of history. I honestly think that it's going to, the Union are going to be in a bit of a hangover. I, I, I don't think the Union are going to win this one. I kind of think Jim's going to let some of the starters rest uh, and play some of the younger players. I don't think I can call a Union loss, though. So I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw just because... <laughs> If if they lose this one, I would be disappointed, but I would understand it. But I am gonna just go with a one-one draw. And that pains me. I don't like New York. Yeah. Especially the Red Bulls. Yeah.
2: Well, against um my better judgment and my usual um predictions, I'm gonna go two nil union.
0: Two nil union.
2: I can't I just can't let Red Bulls um score.
1: This is why you're a better fan than me.
2: No. (laughs) No.
1: All right. You're a better fan than I. (laughs) No, you were right the first time.
2: (laughs) I know. I know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think I'm also coming off of a Champions League hangover in terms of my spirits that I find myself asking, you know, for a prediction. I find myself asking. Do I want to be happy or do I want to be right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I feel like realistically, who knows what's going to happen, right? But it feels like, yeah, I just feel like we're kind of, our gas tank's a little empty. Um, You know, I'll be happy, I guess, with the draw at New York. I'm worried that given the hangover fatigue from the whole Champions League and the fact that New York Red Bull, the Red Bulls have only won one game so far this season. This is like, you know, the the soccer gods, the you know, the the MLS writers, it's just perfect, right? That this, you know, against the union, that's when they get their next win, you know. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna dial it back. I'm gonna try to sadly this is my level being positive. I'm also gonna say uh, one one draw. You know. Um
2: You guys sound like me tonight. <laughs> This is this is usually my role to be yeah.
0: the yeah the Debbie Downer
2: <laughs> the Debbie Downer yeah. Uh,
0: well,
2: I, yeah I mean
1: I'm just kind of trying to be realistic I'm not so much down on the union I just know that usually after a, a, a you know a, conf- a cup performance like this the team's going to be down a bit um, you know with with two games like this and another three game week essentially they're going to have game Saturday game Tuesday and a game the following Saturday it's a lot. Curtin's <laughs> going to have to rotate the squad. Yeah, um, I could, Mark- see, yeah. I could see him putting more of the starters in against Red Bull to try to get some MLS points, mm-hmm. um, and then letting the I, I I do expect that a lot more of the younger players, a lot of the the secondary, uh, you know, the substitute players, the rest of the eighteen will be in against Minnesota. But Jim's actually been pretty good about. Trying to keep it to no more than three or four player changes from game to game, just so he can keep building up the continuity Mm -hmm. among the players. But I would expect to see Damian Lowe get a start in one of these games, and it wouldn't terribly surprise me if Brendan Craig got to play against Minnesota in the back line. I think Matt Rial is going to get some time in one yeah. of these games. Yeah. I think Hariel is obviously yeah. going to get some time in these games. Yeah. I'm worried about Martinez. If his knee really is hurt, that means Flock and Bueno are going to be in that sixth role. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think they're all, they're both capable. But I'm just more worried long-term. Just I, I, I want to know what's going on with Martinez, and I don't want him to be out for the season. Um, yeah. I, I certainly hope Adoya gets a rest in these games. Yeah, uh, And and we can see more of Perea and McClin and Torres and, you know, gosh, dog. And yeah. Yeah. So I think there's going to be plenty of rotation. There's going to be plenty of opportunities. And if Jim plays his, you know, uses his subs, well, you know, he could bring in some pretty potent firepower and that's in the second half of that Minnesota game to get us through without too much trouble mm-hmm. with that in mind.
2: All of that might play in our favor, too, because a lot of those mm-hmm. players don't have the, I'm sure they're upset about, you know, uh, CONCACAF to an extent, but they don't necessarily have the previous um, that, they, that the rest of the team has with LA and all that kind of stuff. Like the, the extra layer of being down about it. So, you know, it might actually play. Mm-hmm. It, it, things might actually go a little better because they might just be young and bounce back and, you know, rubber and magic themselves into yeah. a better result than we're expecting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think if we can
0: get that win against New York rebels, and I really hope we do, you know, that might be the bit of momentum shift we need to carry us into that open cup match, depending on, you know, the health of our guys and how Minnesota approaches it with their, you know, trying to juggle their players and, you know, not, you know, getting too much game time so they can rest, you know. Yeah, it's up, in some respect, the New York Bulls game, the, the Red Bulls game could be uh, if those young players get in there and, and help us get that win, you know, that could really, you know, what am I trying to say? could really Get the snowball rolling down. Get, get this ball rolling. Yeah, start snowballing. Moment. Yeah, yeah. Get the momentum going. Exactly. So, you know what? This could be, right? <laughs> This is an opportunity. And, you know, it's not a. There you go. So, yeah. and the Red
1: Bulls certainly are, and you know, last place there in the East are certainly a team that you, you got to expect the Union are going to get a result against them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, mean, I would, I'd be happy to be wrong about the tie. I would love to see a Union victory. I'm going to
0: change mine. I'm going to go with the the, yeah. the Christie score. I'm going to say two one Union. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope ties last. So uh, this this is this is going to be the.
2: I want to be clear that I am not trying to shame anyone <laughs>
0: into. Oh no 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 no! We're allowed, to,
2: we're allowed to be, you know, realistic. Your
0: own people, but I, but you remind. I mean, it's it's good to be reminded, right? To be, you know, you know, optimistic. But like, you know, we do have a deep bench. You we know? know, Yes, we. You know, Martinez is injured. Um, you know, um, Baizo, I guess he's. Is he going to be? Because you got the red car in Champions League, how does that translate? I don't
2: think that translates.
0: It does to this. not trans- does translate. Okay, so he me. can be back in, you know, given the fatigue, you know, but, you know, these young players can deliver, right? Your Sullivans, mm-hmm. your, you know, mclean has been getting a lot of game time. So let's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, all right. I'm gonna bet on us. And well, um, I'm, I'm gonna
1: bet on the Union in the Minnesota game. I think they're gonna win that one two nothing. Okay, um, I I do think that they're they're gonna they're gonna play play a solid defensive game in the first half, and I think that Jim's gonna make some subs in the second to get us a couple of goals.
2: Well, I'm just gonna go with my traditional score. I one. have no idea.
1: Two to one Union, not Minnesota,
0: right? Correct. All right. So if I just gave that speech about the the big turnaround in New York with the 2-1 win over the Red Bulls. you have
2: given your Hoosiers speech. Yeah, right. So now what are you doing Um, there?
0: 22 to nothing. Yeah, what am I going to say? I'm going to say 1-0 Union.
1: It'll be interesting because, you know, so far this season, it seems like when the Union have scored, they have scored at least two. Mm -hmm. We'll have to see if they do keep that up. All right. So uh, that's the games coming up we've covered all the news that was, you know, worth talking about. Um, you know, we were hopeful on things, but you know, you guys have anything else?
0: Well, aside from uh, we're being followed on Twitter by Union Hawk. Yes. Um,
2: which we did allude to earlier. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, but also just kind of a fun little thing. Um, now that we're on Apple podcasts, I'd looked up their analytics and we had, We've, we're officially international now, as we have one download in in Poland. Wow, so, cool! Uh, Was it Dean Drobe, uh, Poland? Dean <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah, we are now international. So yes,
2: very excited about that. Yeah, one one of my many heritages.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any any uh, country that that you know we get a download from, we'll, we'll say hi in, in the uh in the in the. Uh...
2: Portly. Poorly in your, in your native
0: language. In, your, in the native language, yes. but so yes. So thank you, Poland.
1: And much respect for any country who likes to stuff carbs inside of other carbs. <laughs> and yes. they're doing they're doing yes. it right. Yep. <laughs> All right. So as we uh and and wrap this episode up. Um once again, you can find us at com. You can email us at pod at You can find us at Twitter at amorphillyu, Instagram is amorphillyunion, YouTube Union. And you can now officially get our podcast anywhere you're going to download podcasts from.
0: Yeah.
1: So please, you know, subscribe, like, comment, you know, shoot us emails, send us messages on Twitter um we haven't given out the homing pigeon pigeon uh, address
0: yet but that might be coming soon <laughs> who knows and and anyway sh- you want to get in touch with us we appreciate it and we're shooting for that uh 1000 downloads uh we, we still need to sit down at some point and figure out what our donation is going to be then yeah. to the uh yep the the union foundation but make us pay yeah
1: basically
2: uh,
0: we'll be happy to do
1: it yeah
2: mm-hmm. thanks
1: <laughs> everyone for tuning in for another episode of a more philly union we are your hosts. I'm Paul.
2: I'm C. And
1: I'm Eric. <laughs> Go, Yee. Go Yee.
2: Mankind was your business. Sorry, that's my.
1: That's your uh, my deep cut joke. Your 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 Christmas Carol.
2: Yep. Because I'm I'm disappearing and reappearing. Get it? Get it? Get
1: it? Yeah. Uh...